Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. From anthrax to COVID, the military repeats history with the COVID shot mandates. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me to talk about this important issue on faith and freedom is Holly Mead. Well, the Department of Defense, or DOD, is now repeating history by unlawfully mandating an experimental COVID shot for military service members, just as it did years ago with the anthrax vaccine. The Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, originally licensed the anthrax vaccine in 1970 for agricultural workers exposed to cutaneous or skin-acquired anthrax. Anthrax is an acute infectious disease caused by the spore-forming bacterium Bacillus anthracus, and it occurs most commonly in warm-blooded animals in agricultural regions or of countries with less standardized or less effective public health programs. Human anthrax, however, occurs rarely in the United States from natural causes. However, during March 1, 1998 to January 14, 2007, approximately 6 million doses of the anthrax vaccine were administrated. And in fact, uh, there were 4,753 reports of adverse events after anthrax vaccination reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, from 1990 to 2007. You know, Matt, the bottom line is that human anthrax rarely occurs in the U.S. in humans, but yet they pursued all these vaccines for our military. And this is just like what we're hearing with the COVID. Yeah, the DOD launched the anthrax vaccine immunization program in 1998 to vaccinate all military troops against anthrax. More than one million military service members, mostly those serving in the Middle East, have received anthrax shots since 1998. During the Gulf War, 150,000 troops received the vaccine as a prophylactic against inhalation anthrax. But yet in 2002, a government report that was issued to Congress showed that 85% of the troops who received the anthrax shot had an adverse reaction. Yeah, that's 85 percent. That's a rate higher than the 30 percent claimed by the manufacturer in 2000 when the survey was conducted. 77 percent of the GAO survey respondents reported that they would have declined the vaccine if they had a choice. But many didn't report their reactions to the military due to concern about things like loss of flight status, possibly an adverse effect on the military or their career, and fear of ridicule. Yeah. Where have we heard these before? Same thing that we're hearing now with the COVID shot mandates. And similar to avoid, this is regarding anthrax, the anthrax shot, more than one in six survey respondents reported transferring to other units, changing their status to inactive, or leaving the military altogether of those who left or transferred one in four called the anthrax vaccine as the primary reason for their decision. And that includes uh, retent, um, a loss, uh, a negative impact on the retention of experienced pilots and aircrew. Yeah, so we had a, a negative impact on pilots. 
we're having a negative impact on pilots today. Again, yes. What you're seeing with the COVID shot mandate is you're also seeing the same problems with adverse injuries, reports to the VAERS, reports to the DMED, which is the epidemiology database, and you're seeing pilots that are injured that can no longer fly. You're seeing people who are being ridiculed. Uh, they fear some of those because of the fear. They have succumbed to these shots. Some of those, unfortunately, now are injured. Some are, frankly, even dead, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Then you have others that we know who have committed suicide because of the pressure that they have been under. Many of the women um, encountered uh, spontaneous abortions, miscarriages, because they were used as guinea pigs in this program for COVID shots. Yeah, and in fact, what we know is we've seen documents where Pfizer and others with the CDC worked with the military, and the military was used as a major clinical basically experimental right. program. There was money given for this. Unknown to the families because they were also monitoring the families of the military spouses and their children. Yeah, these pharmaceutical companies gave the military money. It's unbelievable. So we're having the same problem. The United States Army, for example, uh, is only 52% of their goal and their goal for recruitment expired a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. They wanted to have a certain amount of people in the military. Some of these are actually now giving bonuses of up to $50,000 to sign, and people still are not going into the military because of these COVID mandates that they're hearing about. The morale, not only with the mandates, but also the critical race theory and the LGBTQ indoctrination in the military, the whole woke military is underperforming uh, their annual recruitment goals, which mean that if they can't get people to sign up voluntarily, they will eventually impose a draft. Right. And we'll be back to a mandatory draft for our young people in the United States military because they cannot meet their recruitment levels. And the reason why they can't meet their recruitment levels is because of stupid decisions like this. And abuse. I mean, who wants to go in and be abused like this? Well, in 2004, the DOD suspended the anthrax vaccination program in response to a federal court ruling in Doe versus Rumsfeld. The U.S. District Court in that case ruled that the FDA failed to follow proper procedures in approving use of the anthrax vaccine and that the an involuntary anthrax vaccination program by the DOD is illegal. Judge Sullivan stated, in the absence of a presidential waiver, the DOD cannot legally mandate vaccines if they are not FDA approved, and that the FDA, sound familiar, failed to follow its own rules in approving use of the vaccine for inhalation anthrax. Yeah, it's like all deja vu all over again. Well, and we learned? <laughs> the, also, the other thing that we know is that even though they started this mandate August 24, 2021, there was no FDA-licensed vaccine available anywhere, even though the FDA authorized Pfizer and uh, there was nothing available. But they continued to try to push this on these individuals. It's, it's, it's still experimental. And it's still experimental. And the fact is they knew back in June of 2021, they knew based upon an article published in the Journal of American Medical Association, Cardiology, 
where it was authored by military doctors that the mRNA shots were having an adverse impact, particularly on males in the military with regards to myocarditis and pericarditis. So here you have the same thing. You have the same problem with, back then this was Bush, pushing the anthrax vaccine on the military. It caused harm to the men and women of the military physically. Also required that some of these leave the military altogether. So it had a negative impact on the availability of trained pilots. Some of these pilots, in terms of the cost to get them to where they are, eight, ten, twelve plus million dollars to train these individuals. When you lose one of those highly experienced pilots, you can't easily replace them. Right. You cannot just simply replace some of these individuals. So it hurts our military. And then Biden is doing the same thing. That's why we're continuing to fight on behalf of the men and women of the military. I have oral argument at the Court of Appeals on December 14 on behalf of one of our lieutenant colonels in the United States Marine Corps and also a captain of the Navy destroyer ship in the United States Navy. And then our trial comes up in January as well for the class action. That's suit. right. We're still in the middle of discovery with regards to our Marine class action case that closes around the middle of December. Taking many, many depositions, which is a lot Lots of work. Lots of depositions. But you know what? These military are worth it. And then we ultimately uh, go to trial on the permanent injunction for the class action for the Marines in late January, January 20. Uh, to 23, 24, right around those uh, time frames at the end of the month in January 2023. So keep us in prayers. We're continuing to fight for all categories of the United States military. We're continuing to push forward with Coast Guard, also the Army. There are class-wide injunctions right now for the Navy, the Air Force, Space Force, United States Marines, and the two that are still remaining are Coast Guard and Army. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine for information about that issue, and lc.org forward slash military. That's forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776.